Yeah. Hey guys, I'm Nat. Yeah, we're, we're that guy. Uh, I know y'all miss my singing. What's up, y'all? I'm Teej. I like to think I'm a calm, cool, and sometimes collected one. We probably made that as a <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Hey, I'm not so collected. I'm more of the crazy and unfiltered guy. But nobody likes a TV. You never get anything else. A little round up, random And this is another episode of A Crazy Little Thing Called. The podcast where crazy becomes relatable. Welcome to the shit show, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. We are back with another lovely yet crazy relatable <laughs> episode for you guys. And as you all know, I am <laughs> and I'm here with the lovely yet tipsy. <laughs> I am mm. Teej, and I just want to start the episode off by saying, if they want to, they will. No. <laughs> but anyway. We see how this is about to go. Anywho, how have you been? <laughs> I've been better compared to last time. Because, woo, I got, I got, is Natalie okay? Questions. And I was like, really? No, yeah, I wasn't really sad. I think I was just like grieving um, what I thought or my expectation for moving back home, what I thought it would be. Um, And it hadn't really turned out the way that I pictured in my head to the T. Now, does it? (laughs) (laughs) Literally, Jay. (laughs) Well, it's just, I'm able to achieve the same goal, but it's just going to look differently. And so, you know, that's kind of, what I'm working on and that started by just prioritizing myself and you know I was just talking to my mom about this the other day like um because my grandpa was finally out the hospital back okay home, good literally yesterday and Shit. uh but the day before yesterday she had <laughs> so okay my grandmother Mimi's birthday is today actually happy birthday Virginie <laughs> So my mom and I had planned to go to my grandmother's house on Thursday because she knew that I was going to be in Houston on Friday. Oh, I would have came. You know, I love me some Virginia. I was like, cool. Yeah, we could do that. Blah, 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 this and that. And I was like, you'll come with me. She was like, yeah, I'm going to try to get out of work earlier. I was like, okay, cool. So I I planned my workout in the morning and then we're going to be ready to go. Bam, bam, boom. Right. Mm -hmm. Then she texts me that Wednesday night and she was like, so um, something with Papa Alls, like blood pressure, like had dropped and they had moved to a different uh, floor. Uh, Oh, no, this happened before. His provider was going to be out on Thursday. So a week ago, my mom had asked me, she was like, would you be able to like help out on Thursday? And I said, yes, this is before we had planned to go to Mimi's house. Right. And I said, yeah. And she was like, oh, never mind. She was like the floor he's on because he was in the rehab part of the um, hospital. She was like, they got nurses that come in like he don't need help with anything. But then fast forward, his blood pressure dropped like that Mm -hmm. day before. And so they moved him back to like the hospital part. Mm -hmm. And so now Thursday, she was like, well, can you come in the morning? And I was just like, I understand that things happen. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I just like expressed to her. I was just like, well, you told me I didn't have to come. So I literally planned. I booked my workouts Mm -hmm. to be in the morning so that I can do this. Wait, booked your workout with? Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> to be in the morning so that we could go to Mimi's house. But now, like I said, I can move it. I said, just let give me a time range. Cause she kept saying, be here at seven, be here at seven. I was like, Mom, seven to what? Seven to what? I just need to know some type of range so I can like, you know, figure it mm-hmm. out. Um, and so she told me that she was like, and then maybe we could just go to meetings after work. And then that's when I was like, mm, so I love you and <laughs> I can't do both of them in the same day. Mm. So let's cause drain. <laughs> so that goes back to what I said. Like I started implementing changes to get me towards what I'm wanting. Okay. And so that was one thing. And she, she didn't respond how usually like normally in the past she was just like it's okay she was like i'll stay here um you know and i was like okay you know i felt like guilty Mm. for a second but then i was like you know stand firm in those i didn't stand firm because she knows how important this is she knows how like i'm really trying to prioritize myself which means like planning out what I need to do mm-hmm. and everything else just falls, falls around, around it. it. Prioritizing yourself first. Yeah. And so I get, I gotta put me first, Lucius. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. and I'm doing that within my relationship too. And so Can I get a round of applause? Everybody round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give it up for relationships. Prioritization for myself, for real, is literally like working out. I feel like a broken woman when I say that. But I don't want to speak too soon. But I really have found something that okay, which goes into this. What are you scheduling? Because I know it ain't orange theory. <laughs> orange theory, and I sweat so much. I get such a good workout. Okay, and don't um, say water aerobics. No, <laughs> it's called hot works. I've heard of it. Up in Beaumont. I've heard of it. Is it like hot yoga? So everybody says that they're like, is it just hot yoga? So it's yes, but. but. <laughs> It's literally like a gym in the sauna. Hell no. There's different saunas. There's like 10, 11, 11 different saunas. Damn, where the fuck is that at? <laughs> what, what is big enough in Beaumont that it can hold 11 it's of like anything? It's the size of a, uh, Orange Theory. The saunas hold three people each. Ah, uh, okay. So, that, it's like 11 mm-hmm. different saunas, but there's like, um, there's Pilates, yoga, Isometric. There's a bar class without the bar. There's a dance class. There's a booty class. There's a, a booty buns class. class an okay. Class. And so that's all on the like um, strength side, and then mm. the other side is like a hit style. Okay. And there's rower machines. Also, on there's hot theory. Uh, cycles. There's uh, the ellipticals with the arms. It's blood orange. I mean, it literally is like. You're, you're watching the trainer on the screen, right? So there's oh. nobody in there, right? Okay. But it's all um, like structured in that sense. And and there's like three of y'all together? It's three of us. But the thing is, there's it's open 24-7. Like you can go when it's not open. So it's like a Peloton without the Peloton. Because you have uh, an app that opens the door. And if your app doesn't work, you have your own code that you can open the door. So like this morning when I went at six o'clock in the morning, they don't open till eight, but I could just go in and go. And where is this located? It, it, um, you know where HGB is? The new, the, which the one? Dallas Dallin HGB. Okay. And so it is on the same side okay. where that urgent care is, right next door. Uh, oh. Mm-hmm. 
they smart for putting next to urgent care because you never know. <laughs> I, when I tell you, I'm down. Oh, and then two in the back, it's like a gym. It has oh. all the weights, but kettlebells. not in sweat in the sauna no, part. Not in the sauna part. Oh, yeah, shit. all like, and then on the TV, it has a guided workout if you wanted to do that. Literally, that's nifty. So it's nice because I was like, oh, it's still like not in person. Nobody's like you know, and I was like, three people in a room, like oh, that's. I'm have you been in there where there's been three people? No, or? I haven't. I literally have been lucky enough to not get anybody, and I think it's because they have so many classes that you can go whenever. So it's like mm-hmm. yes, and so I never. I'm always in there by myself, and I love it. Oh, and I can schedule it to where like the past time I did. Um, like the hit rowing, and then I mm-hmm. immediately went to the isometric when I was like, oh, ISO, like you're just holding positions. I was like, this is not gonna be hard. Higher, harder shit. was shaking. Yep. I didn't even breathe. Imagine doing a squat for 30 minutes. <laughs> it's like, like, yeah. Like, what is this? She was like, keep going, ah, no. I hate when they be so happy for you. Like, they'd be like, so encouraging, and you're like, can you at least oh, just know? I don't want to do this. I am drenched. When I'm I sure. And then like it counts your calories. It's called an afterburn for an hour after you work out. And it is amazing how many calories I burn in that hour after I work out. Nope. So I just like it because yes, it's not more serious, different, but it is literally like comparable to a short amount of time to okay. burn that much and I could go yeah. whenever the flexibility is. How much that run you? Fifty dollars a month. That's not bad. Not bad at all, because our standard is like hundred and fifty. <laughs> right. And this is twenty four seven, so you can kinda of go whenever. Literally. Is it unlimited? Unlimited. Huh. Yep. I'm not, I mean I have free which but also I don't think I'm gonna go to that route. But when good to know. Job starts, the stipend that I get is fifty dollars. Oh, so boom, it's free. Mm-hmm. That's good. And that is... And I was wondering, I was like, why are they starting me on March 16th? Like, that's a Thursday. I forgot we get paid first and 15th, just like my job that I'm at now. Oh, so so it makes sense. That's right after the last pay period. Which I'm super excited because it's right around the corner. Okay. That really is. That's in like three weeks. I know. But I won't get paid until April 1st. But you still got your other job. Right, yes. Right. And so I'm super excited about that because I just know like that's going to help me just feel... Better, secure um, and just financially stable and able to do and insurance literally <laughs> and so I'm excited about that and like just at the house I've gotten my office part together oh that's right that's but right. I really <clears throat> what I'm gonna do it's your mom's right no I, I moved it to uh, one of the children's room no cause we had an extra bedroom the children uh, no they shared yeah they shared oh okay well um, Shut up. Literally. That is so precious. That's me and Nick, if we ever share, share the room, we did. It's funny enough, my sister and I, when we did share a room, like my Jess, not. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we had bunk beds, and we, I don't recall us ever sleeping in the same bed. My brother had bunk beds we had bunk in bed. his room, but I had my own room. But when I go in his room to sleep, I would sleep on a different bunk bed. Mm-hmm. We never had separate, because well, my sister never lived with us. She would just come and visit. So she never had her own room. Mm-hmm. But in my room, we had bunk beds for that reason. Or if just like Sean, Jacoby, Dante, whatever. Right. We all had rooms, shit, so I. But I don't think we ever. And honestly, I don't even think, because I used to be so fucking scared to sleep on the top bunk. I don't know why. So I would literally sleep on the floor on a pallet, or she would sleep on the floor on a pallet. Now I think my daddy made me sleep on the floor on a pallet if I want to sleep. But it's like every night, me, I'd be like, 
Minnie Man, I'm like, Jackson just took all the covers every night. And I'm like, you have a whole nother bed. Up there. Up there. Up there. Like, use it. And the craziest part is I remember us like never wanting to sleep up there. Or I remember I used to not want to sleep up there because I felt like it was high up. Don't know why. Don't sleep up there. However, me and my sister used to literally, so obviously both bed, and this is how daredevilish we were. We used to literally, yep, and try to touch the ceiling. Oh. I mean, we would touch. Oh you had to touch God, the ceiling and drop. And I'm like, but sleeping up there was just like a foreign concept. But you would do all, all that. that. We used to have this blanket, this little throw blanket thing, and it had Looney Tunes characters uh-huh. on it. And so we would stand on the rails. Damn, this just unlocked a memory. <laughs> we would sit on the rail, and you would have to call out which Looney Tunes character you were gonna jump on. And. <laughs> Damn, I've missed those times. Jess, if you remember this, please give me a call when you listen to this. Oh, God, no bills, no responsibilities. Speaking of bills, how's your job going? Stressing you out. Before we. Well, I got something, I got some stubble. Uh, Before we get on me, is that all that's been going on in your life? Everything else is good? I guess I can still do it. We can go bounce back and forth for a little bit. Yeah, pretty much. Like I said, I, I feel lighter this okay. week. Um, and I honestly think it's due to work it out. Isn't it beautiful? It's been better because when I worked out, like, it just... Uh, it really is therapeutic. It really is. It's, it's so really therapeutic. And I, you know, I I just want to feel good in my skin again, mm-hmm. which I'm not too far off, so thank God. Praise the Lord. But, like, I want to feel good in my skin again because that just, like, acts as a catalyst to everything mm-hmm. else in my life. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this new. The week before, so I guess it's been two episodes ago. No, not two episodes ago. I mean, sometime in January. So it's been a month, I think, was the first week that I, because I have my trainer, so I work out with her, her two days a week. And I had finally started, because uh, I work out with her Mondays and Thursday mornings. And so I was like, I need to start working out every day or like every work day outside of Friday, because I'm like, that would be my rest day. And that week I worked out in the afternoon. I got my cardio in on Tuesday and Thursday. And I just felt so, because it was like, I'm so used, when you work with a trainer, like me and her, like I chose her specifically because we have a good relationship. We talk. So like we talk through my workouts. And so it makes it go by faster. I forgot how therapeutic it was to just have headphones in and just zone out. And so I'm like, I need to get back to that. And I didn't do that because I had company. So I was like, I'm just going to come home after work. I'm not going to step all this stuff. But I'm so excited to just get back to doing that, which leads to work has been, yes, busy, as always. I just got back from a trip to home Louisiana. I to ask him, where the hell is that? So it's like 45 I minutes from... Forty five minutes from New Orleans, which is funny because everybody I would say that like, oh, where are you going? Like when I was at work, I was like, I'm going to Homa, and they're like, oh, where's home? And I'm like, no, no, no. Homa. <laughs> uh, uh, but it was cool. We were only there. I got there, got there on a Wednesday, and got back on a Friday. Uh, the we had an event there on the Thursday. It was cool. Nice little five and a half hour drive. Oh. The right, I didn't drive. Thank God, I rode. Oh. Uh, um, but no, it was it was cool. A very a productive e. Outing that needed to happen, so I'm sure that's about to bring more onto my plate because of it. But I'm not mad at it. Um, what else would work? Work has been good. Uh, I so when I first started back in 20 and 20 of the one, 
<clears throat> my old coworker, Bree, she was a part of, she used to get these emails from, so I work for the company that I work for, but not the account that I sit on, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't want to be giving names. I don't need y'all finding me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. She would get these emails from BPN, which was Black Professional Network. And I was like, oh, what's that? And she was like, oh, it's this group. And, you know, da, da, da. and I was like, oh, I want to be a part of that. Like, I want to network with niggas. Um, <clears throat> network with niggas. There you go. And so she was like, oh, reach out to this person. They'll get you da, da, da. And so I was like, okay. So I reached out. This is 2021. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, my gosh, we're so glad that you want to join. We're, we're relatively new. And da, 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 da. so we'd love to have you. And I was like, cool had this whole teams meeting with the two co-leads and one other new person like it was an orientation and they talked it up about all the stuff they want to do and like what do you think you can help and i was like well i'm good at events like that's kind of my thing what i do at work now um and so like oh my gosh this is great we're gonna have we'll have some people contact you and i was like cool and at this time at my job wasn't much going on so i was like i need shit to do literally never heard from these people Mm -hmm. So then fast forward to um, uh uh-huh. fast forward to like two weeks ago, I receive a yep, I receive an email from one of the co-chairs. Now, mind you, mind you, there's there were two, there was a lead and a co-lead, and one of the co-leads was on the account with me. The other one is so it's a Houston chapter. So it's everyone that works for the company I work for in Houston is okay. on it, if you want to be. One of the co-leads was on the account with me. And she never mentioned anything about this organization after that first initial call. So I'm just like, interesting. However, like I said, fast forward two, three weeks ago, I received an email from the other co-lead saying, you've been recommended for a leadership position and please take a look at this PowerPoint. And I'm literally sitting there like, the devil is a lie. I am too busy. I'm not doing this shit. So then after I ignore that email, I go talk to the co-lead that's on my account. And I'm just like, so, hey, are you still over this? And she was like, no, I've been trying to I had been trying to get out for a while. And just like, I don't have the time to commit it. To but I did recommend you. And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, I don't know. She was like, I really think it would be great. You'd be able to network, you know, get to know people. And, blah, blah. and I'm like, I don't have the time to commit to this. And she was like, I understand because I couldn't either. And I was like, cool. So then I go, I receive an email the Wednesday I get to home. And it's like for a meeting that is taking place the next day, the day of the event that I'm going to be at, at 930 in the morning about opening positions. And it had like a bunch of people on there. And I'm just like, did he not get the hint when I didn't respond to the last email? Right. <laughs> and But then so I look at I'm like, who's on this email? And then I see another person that is on our account that's on there. And I'm just like, oh, interesting. Just so happened she was also in Homa. <laughs> so I was like, we I ended up seeing her Thursday and I was like, oh, did you end up making that call? She was like, yeah, I was on the call and um, I saw that you were on the email and I definitely, there's a position that I think would be great for you. And I told them, I apologize because I knew you were traveling. I told him that you were traveling, blah, 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 but I really think you should. It's only like a four to five hour commitment a month and da, da, da. So she's talking all this stuff up and myself and um, the person that I went with is Cassidy, who's our digital marketing person, was there too. And Cassidy, I told him you would be great for the communications. Needless to say, I have signed up to be the program's lead (laughs) for this fucking organization, the Black Professional Network for Houston for my company. And I'm like, (sighs) well, that's the 
super exciting because there's more things that you can add to your resume in regards to experience. I feel like it's mm-hmm. into what we talked about last time with the gaslighting at work. It's just like they hype up. It's like mm-hmm. it's a thin line between are you complimenting me and really like right. by my skills? But they need. Do but you really want me to? Just mm-hmm. They need me. Too? They need me because well, I'm I'm saying they need me like. Well, I will say that they They talk me the fuck up, but the organization hasn't done anything and they're new. So they're trying to build. And because I have the experience in in events and stuff like that, they're like, this guy here, like, did it. And he's young. No, this is, this, well, so this isn't even with my account. This is volunteer stuff, Mm -hmm. basically. So it's just an opportunity to network and all that stuff like that. And so I went through this whole, like, I was juggling between it. And then Cassidy was like, she's going to do it. Like, she wanted to be a chair, but the chair was already taken. She's just going to be on a committee. But the program, there was no program chair. And so they needed that before they can start a committee. And I was like, fuck. But then I started thinking about it. And I was just like, you know what? I thought about Shonda Rhimes and her year of yes. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I, like, I'm excited with Cassidy. And I was like, I feel like I do need to, I don't, I wasn't, wasn't like I need to do stuff, but I was like, I need what I told myself this year I was going to get out of my shell. That was my thing. And so I'm like, this is an opportunity. This is something that is slightly uncomfortable for me, which we said in the podcast. We want to talk about uncomfortable things. I'm like, I need to just be comfortable being uncomfortable, all that bullshit. And so I was like, you know what? Let's just do this. And then I went back to the year that I was in college and I took 15 hours instead of 12. I was working an internship plus in my organization, plus working full time was the only year in college I got Dean's List because it forced me to be organized. And so I went through all those things in my head and I was like, you know what? Let's just do this. And so literally I was like, let me say, and I'm thinking like, I'm just going to say, yeah, I'm interested. And they'd be like, oh, we need to look at this, this, this literally said I'm interested. And then he was like, oh, can you send me your resume? I didn't have my resume. I think I sent him my LinkedIn and then I get an email today and it's like, this is what's going out tomorrow. We want to announce this. And it's like the whole organization structure. And it's just like me. And I'm like, okay. Here we go. So they're announcing that on Monday. Uh, I'm no, I'm gonna be overwhelmed, but I'm just like, you know what? And so literally last night I could not go to fucking sleep because I was literally in my mind, like ideas already formulating for events and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, here we go. So that needs to say work has been there um, and extracurriculars. Other than that, what the fuck is going on with me? Um, so it, it's funny because last last episode we were all in the you were in your uh, uh, pensive pensive <laughs> mood and then I feel like since my visitor left last weekend like I've been in that space and so I'm just like I'm not sad or anything like that I've just been like there's been a lot on my, a lot of things yeah. are running my mind and I'm just like <sighs> that's a good way to describe kind of yeah I mean I'm, I still like that on a daily basis. But Period. I'm, I'm more so in the driver's seat now. Than there you go. You've taken control. Yeah. And so, um, but kind of going back and another thing that happened to me since I What well, happened? So <laughs> I, the kids were out of school on wow. this past Monday. I don't know. Like they were out of school Friday and Monday. Are they out of school this Monday, too? Because isn't it President's Day? Did they get President's Day, y'all? I don't think so. Okay, just banks uh, are closed. But Houston is out of school, like, this Monday. And my mom is President's out of school this coming up Monday, too. So Port Arthur ISD, too. So probably I, from, they're probably from Mardi Gras. I really don't know. Yeah. Like, just, I think it's just literally days that they write into the mm-hmm. 
teacher in services. That's what I did because my manager made me put in all of my vacation for the year. And I was just like, I'll take that Friday and that Friday. So I was literally looking last night as I'm overwhelmed. Like, when the fuck is my vacation? And it's literally March 10th. And I'm like, come on, March 10th. <laughs> Which is a Friday. So I was like, I got two long weekends. I got March 10th, like March 24th. I took off that Friday. So I got three day week, two, three day weekends in that month. And I was like, please, Lord. I know. As I look yeah, at my calendar. I'm not looking forward to starting to stop because, like, literally Monday through Friday again. But. How um, how are you doing that with the other job on Friday, too? Are you not working there the Friday's working there? Or are you yeah, just going to. No, I'm just not. Like, because mm. I already scaled back on. It was supposed to be starting in the new year. I wasn't going to go to the office. Okay. Uh, I was just going to go once a month. But oh, okay. since it hadn't started, I was like, just twice a month. But they already know that I. It was literally not going to be in the office. Like, mm. it's coming. But so I'm just going to scale back once it's all that. But I don't think I'm going to automatically have so many clients starting. Right. So, so you thought, watch stuff. it happen. Literally. They got a whole queue for me waiting. Or mm-hmm. They're going to be like, on March 15th, and submit. All right, you got six clients today. Let's go. But so they were off this past Monday, and um, they were with us. But Jacoby works and he was gonna take off, but I was like, I literally, I had a client that evening at six. So I was like, I got you, whatever, cool. And I was like, okay, what are we going to do? Nanny man. I don't wanna say, I don't wanna like spend money or anything like that, but I'm like, I want to do something. Did y'all bake? So, no. So I let them sleep in. And it was like 10 30 and i was like praise jesus damn i wish i could sleep in because i no, i woke up and i was of course you but in the pipe you know just like nice mm-hmm. and nice and easy <laughs> so then i made them uh food and it was like 10 30 when they woke up but this time like we made food it was like uh, it was like 11 at that mm-hmm. point and so i made them actual food food because their mm-hmm. mom had sent them with some food mm-hmm. and so i just gave them that and <laughs> it was like maybe not this isn't breakfast. I said, well, it's not breakfast time, baby. I said, you slept the whole time. She mm-hmm. said, oh, why didn't you wake me up? No. Mm-mm. I was enjoying and nanny nap time. school. I just wanted to do Anyways, this goes hand in hand just with me, like, making my life better for me and incorporating things that make me happy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what can we do for free? It was a beautiful day. We went to the park. We went to Rogers Park. So they were just well, outside, been there forever. playing, and then more kids kept coming in. They were just having a good old grand time. Also, I put their scooters in the back of the trunk. Electric or non? No, actual, just, yeah. Okay, just good. I put their scooters in the back of the trunk, and I was like, oh, we can go to their Lola's house, which is, you know, Jacob's mom. Um, they call her what? Lola. Okay. And we can go to Does that stand house. for something? No. Okay. Um, Cause it, I, I think it's in the Filipino culture. Okay. That grandparents are called like it's with an L. Lilo. It, it's no. And it's Stitch. something. It's like <laughs> Lolita. And something, something oh, like that. Anywho's, but I'm getting off track. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm not helping. <laughs> I had planned in my mind like we were gonna go to her like neighborhood because it's like mm-hmm. really new and you know the roads be rodent like they not bumpy <laughs> like the rest. They moved. They moved, yeah, to um, like a new subdivision close by um, HB. So um, yeah, I moved a 
long time ago. You, you are you thinking that they still lived off of? <laughs> yep. With that pool. Um, so now I was like, okay, we do that. And I threw in my skates in the back. Look at you. She is a mother. <laughs> I can go with them. And it's a workout. It's a workout. And I was like, okay, let me see if I can catch up with them. Why outlast them? I said, wow. Mm, there you These go. There you go. Thighs. Thighs is thine. The thighs thine. The shin shin. Um, My shin. Stuff. So, no. We had, we had a good day. But when I tell you I was drained, I was like, well, why didn't I schedule that client? Like, right. You sitting there, like, looking at the client, like, look, you want to be here. I don't want to be here. So, let's get this over. And then a side note. Sidebar. So, they were off that Friday, right? Mm hmm. And then mom had them on that Friday. Mm-hmm. Wait, were, where were you at? When, what day was this then? Monday. Uh, yeah. So they were off of school Friday and Monday. Mm-hmm. And the mom was telling, you know, you probably like, hey, I'll do the Friday. You can do the Monday type deal. Right? Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then she goes, oh, I scheduled their dentist appointments uh, for Tuesday. And he was like. Why you do dig? Wait, what days he work now? He's off on Tuesday. Oh, okay. But Tuesday is Valentine's Day. Oh, petty. <laughs> Dennis are open? Yeah, that's not really a federal holiday. And granted, Dennis is for kids are like quick snooze. Right, literally looking like, ah, okay, we're done. It's like 20 minutes for both of them to come out. But it was just the simple fact that you're telling me that there was no other day. No other day you had them. They were off school all Friday. And Monday, because the dentist appointment was at four. Monday, Jacoby gets off at four. Like, could have easily. So, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, I don't care whatever. I would have. But you know his daddy was just like, I, I would have canceled it. I would have canceled it. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I was just like, we wasn't doing nothing. Like, I would That's besides the point. I would cancel is. it. I said, Sha- and so, oh, so I guess the, how was your Valentine's Day was good then? Didn't do much. My day was yeah. shitty. My day was shitty. The night was okay. The night was good. Yeah, we'll say the night was good because the day before I left for my trip. We went out to breakfast. Dentist. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was in my mom's house. She had bought me something. The day before that Monday, my dad had brought me something. Precious. And Mr. Um, Stanley. Mr. Stanley had brought me something too. I don't know. I didn't. I knew not to say what time. <laughs> no. Uh, he had called me. Uh, precious. Me. Really, nobody called. But yeah. What was your nightline? We'll talk about that offline. <laughs> so you're gonna drop that bomb. Yeah, I'm gonna drop that bomb oh, and oh. fly away. Yes, but. Um, something else that I, this has nothing to do with this is what I've been thinking but it also has podcast I think my next episode because obviously this is a teach production my nizzle um, the, my next episode I think I'm going to re-implement episode drinks but it'll just be my thing unless you want to bring an episode because I want to record content of making drinks I've, been, I, I've started following people that make like drinks and I'm like oh that should be looking cool so they want to bring those back only because we got a lot of 
traction. And plus, I got this whole bar that I need to stock. So, yeah. Go ahead. Um, I will be here to drink them all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're all about getting litty over yonder. Um, but on that note, like I said, it is a me episode. But we're going to take a break before this because shit is about to get real. You should be. <laughs> people we're back and as i said before we took the break this is a t-jizzle project shizzle and this is going to be an interesting episode you should be ish he didn't brought out a bag y'all shook it a little bit so before we started this second half of the season we said that we were going to have conversations that were uncomfortable uh-huh. this is not about sex this time <laughs> um however so like I, like i told you before this like i had been between two episodes two topics for episodes that i was like where do i want to go with this and as of recently which we kind of just talked about offline like around me the people around me in more instances you other people as well have been in these very thought-provoking states of mind like like what is you know questioning things and just like conversations and stuff like that and so obviously the premise of our show is making crazy relatable and so i think something that is (laughs) <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm really nervous. One of the it's it's really not that bad. It's chuckles. not that bad. It's the chuckle. It, it the liquor hitting because I shouldn't have mixed wine and tequila. And I've done this yeah, before and almost good. died. Um, but yeah, so there's been there conversations, and I feel like a lot of people shy away from certain conversations because mm-hmm. we're just like you know being vulnerable is scary and da 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 da. All that fun jazz. So on this episode, we are going to get vulnerable because I feel like people are scared to be vulnerable. So we said we were going to have uncomfortable conversations. So we're going to do that. And I also wanted to have this conversation because last week's episode, really good episode. Um, also, we got compliments for our the first episode we came back with um, the shoot the shit episode. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Um, because last week we touched on some heavier, I'm not going to say heavier. It was a more, a deeper thought provoking, you know, gaslighting and all the experiences with that. And so I was like, let's, let's, let's marinate in this space for a little (laughs) bit before we take it back up. Because I don't want to have every episode as all these. You're not supposed to marinate seafood for more than 15 minutes. I'm a chicken. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to be big beef, you can, but I'm chicken. Um, I'm shrimp. <laughs> Please take me out. <laughs> I don't want to get somebody else to do it. <laughs> um, but I guess I wanted to have do this before we go back to, you know, some lighter, heavier. But I also feel like it's a space, like, you know, we talk about mental health and stuff like that. So it might be an opportunity for us to have these conversations. And actually, again, it's shit that we go through. It's These aren't that bad of yeah. questions. Like, I'm not about to be like... Yeah. Okay, about the time your dog lost his toes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 
<laughs> that might be a little deep for me. Anywho, so I have these are questions that I have thought of, as well as questions that I Googled of like thought provoking questions to ask friends. And so some of them will touch on each of the categories that we have, but then some of them are just questions. And so we will anon anonymously. Mm-hmm. I'll just pull from this lovely bag of treats because I love doing a good note card moment, as you know. <laughs> So we'll both answer the question. Uh, depending on time, we may not get through all of them. But I mean, we seem to have time right now. So, but since it is my episode, I'm going to let Natalia be the first to draw a name out of the hat. It's not a name. Could you imagine if I put names and wanted you to just explain everything? About that? <laughs> Ooh, episode two. <laughs> right. And so again, this is all about vulnerability and openness and you know mm -hmm. get your chopsticks and ready all right go on shake 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 dig 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 a hole dig dig all right let's see what the question is oh that's a long one okay what's an event that had a major impact on your life what did you learn from it Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. Do you have one in your mind right now? But do you have one in your mind? Mm -hmm. okay. I have multiple events that I can think of. However, I think for me, and obviously it's weird because I wrote these questions, but I try not to think about them as I write them because right. I just wrote a bunch of them down that I was like, mm, this seems good, this seems good. Um, I think for me, Right now, what I can think of as a and I try not to when I because I did think about this one because I was like, mm, would we able to? I didn't want to think of recent like I went kind of back. And I think the an event that I can think of that had the most impact on me would be my mother marrying that man <laughs> or even not even marrying meeting. Um, meeting? <laughs> Because boy, oh boy, oh boy, that was a, I was a happy kid. <laughs> I was a happy kid. Everything changed. And that was another thing. I was like, I feel like we could have these conversations and have it not being depressing because we yeah. make jokes out of everything. Trauma response. Um, but no, like literally that at least that I can think of that I'm just like changed a trajectory in my life because I was so happy-go-lucky I feel like up until that point I don't think I had ever dealt heavily with negative people that closely yeah. and I think it was just like consistently like you know like you'd be like why do people why don't these why doesn't somebody like you be like what the fuck did I do and you're like I am <laughs> period <laughs> And I'm like, I am six. <laughs> I am a child. Is it since then? Second grade. Wow. It just seems like it was like <sighs> when you were in high school. No, nah, like, nigga. Literally been Second grade. My little brother was born when I was in the I fourth. Can't talk to you negatively. Who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What because learn uh because trust and believe i will have these like uh, i will mm -hmm. i do not speak 
about that man in general around my brother. However, if he ever asks, mm-hmm. open the floor. Because <laughs> we've had, anyway, no, we're not, I'm not, this is not what kind of podcast. Whatever, I've learned that, or I've learned from that experience that people are dealing with their own shit. Yeah. And everything, I, I'm trying to think of an eloquent way to put everything that happens to you isn't because of you. I think uh-huh. that was one of the things that now I can do that because that's it. I think that's what's given me or allowed me to administer a slight bit of grace towards that person and that whole family in general was just ugh. um was that because I Mm. And then as, I think as I've gotten older and I've learned more backstory, the, the you know, the villain's origin story, I've just <laughs> been like, you know, this had nothing to do with me. And it was all the other person and not even just to me, just to me, my mom, yeah. everybody. It was just like, you know, people go through their own shit and they're going to express what they're going through in whatever ways. And it may seem OK to them, but that does not ref- that isn't a reflection of what you are or what you've done yeah yeah. and so that's been the silver lining of that is like i did not deserve any of that but it also wasn't because of anything that i did to some people just fucking crazy Mm -hmm. and angry and and, projecting yep Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that that was yeah that helped me give looking at that situation from that perspective helped me look at other situations from that perspective too with the more I'm going to say loving lens. However, there's no love there for that one. But in other situations where I can be like, "Mm, okay, maybe. So that changed my perspective on things. So that's what I learned. When you start viewing people's actions as not doing things to you, but just doing things and you're just having to be collateral. Mm, Collateral damage. damage. Yep. It it don't make you feel better. Nope. It makes you understand the situation a Mm -hmm. bit better and not like be so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, absolutely. Um have did that give you time to think? Yes. So for me, the Ooh. one I guess that really like major event that just really impacted me if I'm looking at my life as a whole as right now would probably be when my grandmother got like really sick. Because mm. at that moment Literally everything just changed. When was that? Is that recent? I don't even remember. Like, it was, oh, it was the year, my senior year in college. My mom was living with me. That's why she moved with you. And she moved back home. Oh, she was working out here. She was working out here. Exactly. She was making more money, doing the same thing that she does, you know, living her best life. Mm. She had to move home because my grandmother got sick. And so she wanted to be a little closer. closer. And ever since then, it has literally just been... An emotional roller coaster. (laughs) And then, you know, obviously with that, like my grandpa got sick with his dad. And, you know, so... I think that was like the turning point. That was the first domino to fall. Just seeing everything because, you know, obviously seeing my grandparents get sicker is not the best thing, but it's just seeing what it does to my mom because she's the only child. And then I'm her only daughter, which makes me the only child. Y'all know, y'all know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No shade, no tea. I love my brother to death. But we're not the same. 
Um, so I think that has definitely, you know, impacted my life. And what I've learned from this situation is just the importance of boundaries. Mm. You know, not just for myself, but for everybody to involved. share with my mom to implement too. So mm. like right. the importance of boundaries is just invaluable. Mm-hmm. Like you need them in every situation, every relation, mm. like everything in your life you need boundaries. Yes. Because you need some type of structure. Because if you don't, it's chaos. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I I'm not one of those people that run off of uh, chaos. chaos. I I know someone who loves operating in chaos. Not, that's not gonna no, yes. at all. Yes. All right, let me grab my question. And my question is, oh god, okay. How do you want to be remembered when you're gone? Mm-hmm. I this is one of the ones I questioned of keeping in here. <laughs> I do this activity with my clients sometimes. Oh shit, we're having therapy. Yeah. <laughs> How do I want to be remembered? I, because I, I think right now I'm young. I, as much as I think I'm old, I'm, I'm young. So I don't think have, I don't have thoughts about legacy and shit like that. Cause I don't have kids and I don't really want kids. So I'm like, what legacy am I going to leave behind? But I think the, I want to be remembered as a person who cared. Mm. I don't want to be that person. I don't want people. Because I think uh, I, I, people like business people and shit like that. It's like they're always like, oh, he made so much money. Oh, he changed the company and he brought the profits. to. But I don't want to be a numbers person. Like I want to be like, you know, he care, he was genuinely invested in the people. Yeah. And I don't know what way that's going to manifest, but I would just like to have that. Like he cared. He was maybe I would like to be remembered as funny. I think I'm funny. <laughs> I'm a good time. Right. But yeah, I just want to, yeah. Compassion. He was known for his, he was remembered for his compassion. (laughs) But I'm going to end it right there. What about you, Miss Mamas? I want to be known for an adjective that you described yourself as in that you said you you wanted to be known for like that you genuinely cared. Mm -hmm. I want to be known for that I'm a genuine person. Mm. So mm-hmm. whatever that may look like, I was mm-hmm. always just my authentic self. self. There you go. And so whether that is I'm giving bad news straight to somebody <laughs> or I'm showing my loving, caring, you know, mm-hmm. side of myself, but I just want to be known as like you knew what you was getting when you got it. Like Natalie mm-hmm. is Natalie, and so that's fair. Because I, I I hate people who waver. Mm-hmm. I get it. You waver when you're insecure within your own self. Mm-hmm. I want to be secure enough to be my true authentic, authentic self, self in all like <coughs> aspects of. Yeah, that's fair. I remember, remember when we were in high school. I don't know if you were. I know. I was like, you were there, <laughs> but <laughs> you were. You were when we used to like say mm, hits the blunt and then say something like. Do you remember that? <laughs> Yeah, those times. Uh, Okay, your turn, Miss Ma'am. Oh, I got three. Let me let one go. What? How do you cope when things get hard? Is it healthy? No. (laughs) (laughs) When I wrote this, I was like, Answer. I wanted to put in prison. Answer this one first <laughs> at the bottom. Like, Lord Jesus. 
So, if I'm literally being honest, honest with myself, mm-hmm. I feel like we might agree on these two. <laughs> I cope. Uh, so, I cope with things by avoiding, obviously. Avoidance is. Um, mm-hmm. But my avoidance strategy is two different things. Mm-hmm. So, it's either one, drinking. Okay. Like, because. I can drink all the time, all day, and that's really not good. That's all. Work out and help you. It's a balance. (laughs) She's a Libra, (laughs) y'all. But the second thing is, I avoid by focusing on other people's priorities and not my own. So that's where I feel like I've been lately with the whole moving to my mind. It's just like. I dove into like knowing good and well what I need to do for myself, mm-hmm. but putting it on the back burner because it's easier for me to act as an aid to somebody else's, mm-hmm. you know, problem or pain mm-hmm. or whatever. And so I was, you know, my, it's a combination of people asking, but then not asking for my help, but just me doing it. Just me asserting yourself, yeah, inserting yourself, I guess. In so. those situations. So that for me would be how I would describe my coping with, you know, when things get hard, because I just I just avoid. And I feel like that's pretty natural, is just avoiding. Mm-hmm. But how you avoid is different in, in a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So in in the terms of is it healthy? Um, I do think that it's healthy because I think that everything is healthy in, in moderation. moderation. Mm-hmm. Now, the way that I'm doing it, Mm-mm. no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, will I stop doing it? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But will I moderate? The moderation? Much? Yes. So that's where I'm at now is just kind of like downsizing mm-hmm. on to what extent that I do that. Because if I'm doing it at mm-hmm. the expense of not focusing on me, mm-hmm. that's when it gets unhealthy. And so, yeah, that's, that's mm. mine. What about yours? Um, mine are very similar. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely avoidance. Right. It's definitely avoidance. And I think the two things... So when I'm going through some shit, either... I, yes, I avoid. But, or I don't even... I, yes, I avoid to just dis- I distract myself, mm-hmm. and the ways that I distract myself <sighs> too. Mm-hmm. I either want to feel nothing, mm-hmm. which is where the liquor comes in, or the the other substances That's come awesome. in. I feel it off when the liquor comes in. Nope, nope. I am I. Mm-hmm. If I want, and so yes, I numb myself yeah. with alcohol or whatever. Or then if I want to feel something is when sex comes in. Uh, <laughs> so I'll use those two things to avoid. But then also, like I guess if I want to feel nothing, sometimes, oh yeah, liquor. Because then when I have liquor, then I just listen to music and I'm just like in a different world. It's so it's literally distracting from the actual situation that's at hand. But those are my two ways. Are they healthy? Again, probably not. Like actually no, 98% not. But I think, okay, so I think the alcohol portion of it, the numbing portion of it is probably healthier than the non-healthy because it doesn't involve anybody. And so I'm not putting anybody in the crosshair of my shit. The other part, eh, 
probably not because you're just using someone for a means to an end. But if they know, then it's healthier. How often are you being upfront? I'm depressed. Come, let's have sex. I mean, people know. <laughs> like, how are you doing? You I just, had a rough day. Just, oh, are you okay? Can you come over? <laughs> so if, you, if you're confronted with it, you just like, right. And that but is, it's possible. But Does that happen often? Nah, because I will fake it till I make it. <laughs> but that's interesting that we both have the same as one of our coping skills, but for different means. Mm-hmm. Like yours is to numb. Mine, that's why I think mine is actually healthy sometimes because liquor for me now, I'm not getting blackout drunk. I mean, me either. Like that. Right, and both of us are not. But for me, it helps me feel my feels. And I like start noting what all I'm feeling mm-hmm. so that I can address it later. Because I think whenever I do decide to drink in that state, I'm not drinking to I'm not drinking to relax or calm the feelings. I'm drinking to forget them. Yeah. And so then is when I drink more, i.e. that job mm-hmm. back then. I was drinking to forget. And so during those times, I'm not sitting there like Oh, this job. I'm literally like, or if, okay, if I do begin to be in that tipsy phase of like, then I start thinking and questioning and depressed. Then I'm like, point of the cup until I forget it. And so I guess that's where I've had to learn my limits, which it's always scary because my grandfather was an alcoholic, which I didn't realize. Just beer. Um, Right. But so I was just like, I'll. I think that's what kind of brings me back to reality is like new, 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 new. Well, 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 we're gonna keep moving on. All right, my poor. Because I always think about this genetic. These signs won't stop me because I can't read. I said that so many times this week. God, I can't. That is funny. That was from Arthur. DW said that Arthur was like, keep out. And she's like, this sign won't stop me because I can't read. And then she opens the door. Oh, this one's going to get you. (sighs) When was the last time you cried and why? So for me, this is not some super emotional reason, or at least I could probably like psychoanalyze why. Last time I shed a thug tear was... was fucking from scratch (laughs) watching from scratch was rough because i went into it not knowing what it was about but the episode that really got me was with when he spoiler alert it's old as shit at this point when he was dying and the daughter was with him in those moments and i was just like i don't and i don't know why that triggered me so much because i have no children (laughs) I had a dog, but I don't think that's anything related because, like, he didn't watch me die. I watched him. So, I don't know. But that was the last time that I cried. And it was really one of those moments, like, I was really quite, I'm like, why? And I was sober. So, it takes a lot for me to cry sober. And I was like, why? So, I can't answer the question of why. Well, I I mean, that is why. I don't know why I cried from that, but that, I mean, maybe it was just great storytelling. Yeah. And then afterwards, finding out it's true, I'm like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what about you? I'm sure yours is going to be a lot more meaningful because <laughs> my shit be like, well, I watched a movie, even though you probably did watch a movie and was just like, boo, hoogity hoo. Um, so the last time I cried, the most recent time I cried, <clears throat> actually, and it was so weird because I wasn't drinking anything. And normally I cried when I was drinking something. Are we growing up? And I wasn't drinking anything. I was actually on my way to relieve my mom 
uh, from watching my grandpa at mm-hmm. the hospital. So I was staying overnight. Mm-hmm. And just like, things were just going right. Like that was at mm-hmm. my peak point of like, this is not what I envisioned this move mm-hmm. to look like. And so I get there and like, I'm good. I'm just like quiet. And my mom says something. Like then open the flagrant. <laughs> and she was like, "Damn, we can't be serious for shit." Because why are we laughing? <laughs> we were like sitting outside. Like, it was nighttime. It was like nine o'clock p.m. Because I had a client. From, no, it was later than that. I had a client from like eight to nine. And so it was like not. Chelsea, you just emotionally drained on all fronts. And that's what I think. Exhaustion. At that point, I was exhausted. I knew I was going into not getting no sleep that night. Mm-hmm. Like, and you know, exhausted <laughs> just from on all planes. And I just was like talking with my mom. My mom just so great. But I was just like, something's got to give, bro. Agreed. Something. Can I get an amen? Something. Yeah. Okay. Love so, it. but yeah, that and that was like, it wasn't the. <laughs> 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 it was the. You know, mm-hmm. just like the, just kind of like collecting yourself. But it was, my face is puffy in, in two seconds. Literally two. But Point that five. that was needed, and then <laughs> the following day, my mom was like. We need to go get drinks. And this <laughs> is how we, need we to go. go. <laughs> and this goes back to the previous question. <laughs> Which again, I think it's helpful when you do it right. Mm-hmm. Not do it. When you release and then drink, not drink and then release, because then you like Ucha. Or or drink to avoid like releasing, yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like Meanwhile, I you know, I release either way go. Yeah, I went and I watched from scratch back in like <laughs> November. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I cried the job from the like Yep. So not a um excuse me. Oh, this is kind of similar. What is the hardest challenge or something you're struggling with right now? Which this gives me burps, my lord. <laughs> um kind of alluded and I never had any uh soda today. Shoot, I can't tell you the last time I had soda. Anyways. Um Oh, I have some other. <laughs> this is kind of what I alluded to earlier. Just the biggest struggle is adapting to living back to Beaumont and just trying mm. to trying to like if I narrow it down a little bit further, is literally trying to learn how to still be my independent self in an environment that requires me to be dependent. Mm. And it's like, I went from living by myself with the exception of that one year that my mom was living with me on college campus but she wasn't supposed to do. Right. <laughs> by myself for 12 years. It's been that long. I moved out at 17. So for 12 years, essentially by myself and then to come back oh home girl I was with you am I not counting I'm not okay I'm not fucking you or nothing (laughs) like that so we're living by ourselves right 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 you're not okay okay okay, okay. like I right because you ain't have to answer to me now where you going exactly wherever the fuck I want to (laughs) go Right, where you going? <laughs> I bought my groceries, you bought my groceries. Like, right. we, mm-hmm. we ate ourselves sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's like, 
We were living it's in very independently in the yeah. house. Did we save money at all? <laughs> no. no. But no. we were living our best lives. Amen. <laughs> a time. So, we had a time last night. Like, like, for instance, and I think I said this last time too, like, I, when I'm not doing well, like financially or whatever, I can live off the sandwiches. Now where I'm at, I can't do that. Like because oh, yeah. the whole household will eat just sandwiches, even though I can't. So they should. That, it's just like small things like that, just adjusting to being at home. And of course, like adjusting every I feel like a lot of people think when I say that that I'm just talking about my relationship. Of course I'm talking about my relationship. But it has a lot to do with family too. Everything. Because I'm literally within arm's reach of family mm-hmm. and mom. And my mom loves me to death so much she just didn't know how to let me go. But she does a great job, but because her circumstances right now, mm-hmm. she, she needs somebody a lot, and mm-hmm. so understandable. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, so that would be my kind of biggest struggle right now at the moment. For me and my household, I think my biggest struggle. Uh, pregnant pause. <laughs> my, <laughs> I think my, I, I'm struggling with so much. But the thing that we laugh about it, wow, humor really does. It really it does the body good. I think I'm trying to see which one is the hardest. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to see because there's two that I'm going that I'm like what which one is the I guess it's similar to what you said actually at the beginning uh, with the catch up portion was I'm I'm struggling with killing off ideas that I've had in my head of how what I expected. Yeah. Yeah. I think that has been the part. And I guess that does encompass both relationship as well as well, gotta die. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) As well as career stuff, because I, I, yeah, that's, that's, what's been difficult of Mm -hmm. you. You have this vision of what you saw as far as in certain things. And then you're like, when that doesn't come to fruition, how it, how do you just let that go? Right. You know, so I think that for me has been the the hardest thing right now. And I'm trying to not allow myself to go to the places that I've gone before when these things have come up because I'm, I feel like I should be more equipped now because this isn't my first rodeo. Speaking of rodeo. <laughs> so I should be able to better, you know, so that, but, and I think that actually may be what's making it harder is like, nigga, you've been here before. Right. You should be better. Um, but it's also like, I have feelings. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, I think that that's mine. That's mine is mm-hmm. killing death. Kill, murder is hard. <laughs> Not if you watch Why Women Kill. Or listen to Sizzle, but <laughs> we'll, we'll bypass that. Right, so, I'll, I'll answer one more. Yes, I did. <laughs> <He is> new. <laughs> Why did I get? All right. Um. Well, I'll answer this and then we'll take us a lovely break. This one. What would you say is your greatest accomplishment in life so far? Oh, hell, that's really sad. Can't nothing. <laughs> 
sadly. Um. <laughs> oh, shit. What sips drink? <laughs> sips drink has pregnancy pause. <clears throat> I think uh, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna rephrase this one, and I should have rephrased it when I wrote it. But I think the thing that I'm at this point in my life, or in, that I can think of, that I'm most proud of is. Okay, go first. (laughs) I'm most proud of, and this is like a personal gain just for me. I'm most proud of my growth when it comes to communication. Mm. Uh (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, but you didn't need to add all of that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I see it, and I'm also proud. So two finger clap. (laughs) So I I think I'm very proud of myself because I've done deep bounds. <laughs> Superman uh, leaps. <laughs> when it comes to communication, especially about like vulnerable things. I eat this episode. <laughs> literally this episode. And so, you know, I think I have, I struggle with communication still daily. It's not, mm-hmm. a, you know, a walk in the park for me. Mm-mm. But I've gotten better like anyway. with not just completely shutting down and saying nothing. Mm. And just being able to allow myself to go at my own pace and not feel like <laughs> if I'm being rushed or being judged. But just mm. literally saying what I need to say. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then just kind of going from there. And so... Um, especially when it comes to just boundary setting too, mm. like communication, growth on all aspects, boundary setting, um, speaking up for myself, all those good things. Like I think that has come with, you know, years of mm-hmm. getting tired of wanting Truth something differently, but <laughs> not doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that honest. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually really proud of myself. That do I need more room? We all do. We all do. Yes, absolutely. So I'm still growing, still learning. So you're not growing. You're dead, and we still living. So I'm super happy of where. Because when I think about comparing myself to. Shoot, I was about to say high school nap and everybody compared to high school, like what the fuck. But even just college nap, like mm-hmm. early twenties nap compared to now. Almost thirties us. I'm like a different person mm-hmm. and I love it. Like I really do advocate I'm I'm my biggest advocate. <laughs> literally. I don't know why you just said literally. That like that. Mm, yeah, I yeah. see what you're putting down. That's <laughs> yours. I think the thing that I'm the most proud of is pulling myself out of the place that I was after that other job. Because mm. yeah, <laughs> I think yes. And I feel like like even to the extent like I, I've communicated with like my closest people like how oh boy that place was. <laughs> but just even like just thinking about how bad and I see you firsthand after you come from a day's work it just like the amount of again avoidance and liquor and all the shit that I was doing you did drink a lot (laughs) of being in that space and like I don't I don't know if that was the darkest 
that was a very dark time in life for multiple reasons, although that being a very, a very uh, prominent portion. But being able, I, I applaud myself for getting out of that. And I like looking back on it, I don't know how. I did. Like, I can't say, like, so what I did was X, Y, and Z. No, I can't think of it. It's just time, I guess. I think, yeah. It was time time removed. Yeah. (laughs) Time removed from the situation and not because jumping into another show. It was so bad. Yes. And I think that being proud enough to just, I guess, yes, like what you said, communicate, like, I need to get out of this. Yeah. And being able to, I think that was the first time I ever had that conversation with my dad like yeah. that, of just being like, nigga, mm-hmm. okay, N- nigga, you know? Like, I can't. And so to just do that and be like, I gotta go. Right. And so I guess I'm proud of vocalizing those things and just taking those necessary steps to get out of a situation that was, whew, so shout out to motherfucking me. But on that note, let's take a break because I need more liquor if we're going to continue going down this road. Uh, exactly. So we'll be back with some more lovely vulnerability. <laughs> Peoples, peoples, pupils, people, people, please pay attention, people. (laughs) We're here again, still answering these lovely questions. And I think it's your turn. And surprisingly, we have not pulled some of the deeper ones. Uh, (laughs) What is this? We just scratching the surface. Uh Miss Johnson. (laughs) Buzz. TikTok, you guys. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't know they're gonna be on TikTok. Hell, we barely on TikTok, so I can't judge them. Literally. Pregnant pause. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of similar to what we asked, like, and answered already. So, what's something you realized about yourself recently? Mm, okay. Um. Hmm. Recently. In the words of Kylie Jenner, it's the year of realizing thing. <laughs> I think I realized as much growth as I recognize I have made mm-hmm. over the years. I recognize that, like, no, I never thought I was perfect or I'm at that point where, like, no, I'm doing everything right. Mm-hmm. No, I realize like there are moments where my emotions really get the best of me mm. and shit hits the fan and mm. like it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially when you're in new circumstances because right. it's new circumstances. Like, obviously, you've never reacted to anything in this with this set of new. variables. Right. And so I think something that I realized of myself, it's like, that I have to allow some grace because mm. in my mind, I'm like, 
you've made so much growth. Like you're here, did this and that. But <clears throat> when I bring myself back to reality, <laughs> it's like, yes, I've made a lot of growth and Andy. I'm still growing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. not that I've met my, my end goal, my end game. Mm-hmm. It's that uh, I can acknowledge that I've made a lot of progress as well as more progress needs to be made. Okay. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. That's kind of like an overarching goal, I guess, or realization that realization. I have about myself. What about you? <clears throat> I think the thing I realize a lot of them in one of those states of like trying to figure who the fuck teaches mm-hmm. but I think and I think this is one of the things that I've known maybe but have just not wanted to accept mm, give us the tea give us the deets. give us the tea Jay um, I think <laughs> that I as much as I've tried to I don't know if it's avoid or just act like I don't I crave companionship <laughs> I could have told you that shut the fuck up now that I said I was avoiding it <laughs> and it's that. in the thing cause I've, I'm still in the, the, the phase of like I don't necessarily think I ever want to get married mm-hmm. but I'm also two things can be true at the same time but then I I do want your person. Yeah. And then I'm like, do I want to commit to this person? Like, I don't know what that is. It's like, I I go through those phases of like, when I'm by myself, I'm like, oh, this is lit. Mm -hmm. But then I have those moments where people are in my space and I'm like, this is also lit. But then I'm like, I don't know, maybe it's a, maybe that was a defense mechanism. Like, I don't want this because why? But then you get, you know, so I think I came to a realization of like, maybe this is something that I want. Like maybe the family thing. But I also asked, and this is kind of like a tangent from that, your answer to this question. Mm -hmm. Does society and the societal norms have something to do with your not wanting to, because what you're wanting is literally what marriage could be. And I feel like sometimes when I talk to people and I've had this conversation, like with people, obviously, it's like- (laughs) Not with Bella. The marriage marriage aspect of it is literally like, obviously, you know, people still want it when they actually believe what the true traditional- Blah, tradition. I think it has a lot to do too with societal like- Norms. Norms is that you don't have rights to shit Unless you do get married. Right. So let's say shit is the fan. That's why I didn't turn a fan on today. Um, No, I think a lot of it, uh, everything goes back to childhood. Obviously, the only... When I was younger, I think my perception of marriage came a lot from my parents. Mm -hmm. And then, like, seeing that and going to the far extreme right that far extreme but then i've also seen like obviously there's been plenty of married couples that i've grown up around and stuff like that and always question like not not being very like 
this is we like being very this is weird yeah. like why are you why is this the dynamic between these two people why are always being like why are you tolerating this for the sake of marriage and then i've seen for instance my dad and stepmom now like they were date dating for 10 years before getting married and my grandmother my dad's mom and her i guess boy, I call him a boyfriend i don't know they've been together at least they were together from the time i was like twin from the time i was like four five till i was 25 when till he passed away and never she never wanted to get married and it was just like i've seen so many instances of where marriage ruins connections with people or marriage just like the i guess the pressures of marriage have caused relationships to whereas if it's like well you don't have that pressure because my mom and dad even then like i don't know to the extent because i wasn't born um i don't know the extent of when they were dating how great things were but it's like literally had me i was in the wedding and so i was like got married when i was two and then divorced when i was five but had been together for like six seven eight years prior to that and so i guess that has shaped my perception of what marriage and all that stuff is and i'm just like i don't want i don't want a person to feel obligated to be with me because we signed a contract i'd rather it be you're with me because you want to be there and if shit goes to the left then it's like all right we go because i've seen divorces be bad i've seen exes i've seen exes who have kids be shitty to each other and then the new spouse be shitty to the ex for what fucking reason it's like (laughs) what's the purpose like move on this is another small tangent and i this is literally just my perspective and i think that it's a causation not a causation a correlation Mm -hmm. effect going on here Mm -hmm. sometimes because it's like it's correlated to shit hitting the fan when the marriage like Mm -hmm. takes place i feel like again my perspective i'm not you know you're you're a subject matter expert (laughs) (laughs) my thoughts on the matter is that I feel like people take things more seriously mm-hmm. when you have that marriage title. Mm-hmm. So things that have always been there that mm-hmm. they may have overlooked it's just exasperated. or swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. Now that we're married, we need to nip this in the bud. Yep. But now you're doing it too late. And right. So, that needs to happen before. Exactly. And I feel like mm-hmm. people or people in the past haven't done a great job at doing mm-hmm. I just think that this generation... Um, myself included, we're doing yeah. better. At, I agree. You know, discussing things, addressing things prior to getting to that point because, like, no, mm-hmm. yeah. So. And I, I, I agree. And in the sense of, it could completely be like the people that I've dealt with are just not for me. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's the thing too that in that in the regards of um. <clears throat> Excuse me, like holding out of holding out on that is in the very, very few instances where I have felt sure about something, it's gone to shit. Yeah. And it or it's been I've been lied to. And it's just like I, I think maybe that's something I need to learn is to learn. No, 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 no. We're taking that back. Uh, erase, erase. <laughs> is 
it's the uncertainty of other people. And I think that as much as you can have all this growth within yourself and all that shit, it's like you, you can go through all of these, right? You can be sure, but you never know if the other person is sure. And you go, and I guess that's the risk that you take with love and all that shit. And so I think that's where I've been as of late is like being very sure of something, but then the other party being very unsure, but not communicating the uncertainty. And then you're like ready and they're like, and so I'm like, I don't want to subject myself to that. However, I'm coming to the realization is like, it would be nice. Yeah. And so it's like, where do you find how, what it's, it's the, 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 oh shit. I just lost that thought. It's the, I guess it's the uncertainty of love. I guess that's the fucking... uh, At the end of the day, that's what it is. It's the uncertainty of love that you have to go through to find that person. And it's just like, truth is I'm tired. Lost. (laughs) Okay. And and options. Yeah, literally. (sighs) Um, So, yeah, that's where that is. And so, you know, realizing maybe I do, but I don't know if I'm I'm set enough to want to... get back into dating yet because I always look at and I've expressed this to some of my clients and I do wholeheartedly believe it it's just kind of like don't make such a big deal about getting back into dating it's kind of like when you lose something and you're looking for it you can never find it and so Mm -hmm. if you just focus on yourself I kind of feel the same way about a dog and the environment Mm -hmm. don't close yourself off to it but don't make Mm -hmm. that purpose of like looking for like finding someone to date fair what do you mean by like that's how you feel about a dog oh it's like I've been wanting and wanting and wanting a dog but then I'm like let's just let the opportunity come to me I don't know where that correlated put yourself in the environment I'm gonna go to my inside or something (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. is it my pool did you okay um, so yeah, uh, interesting times at the El Royale. Uh-uh, I don't like that look. <laughs> it's very similar to this one. Are you afraid of being alone? Um, I think I've learned. Part of my realization is maybe is the best answer I can give to that is maybe because there's so many times where I'm just like I thoroughly enjoy my space right. and just being alone. And I think that is what makes relationships difficult. It's like, there are times where I don't want to fuck with you. Right. But then there's other times where I'm just like, eh, show will be nice. But as far, like, I think even like on a different level of just not relationships, it's like, there's plenty of times where I'm like in this house, in this apartment, not a house yet, y'all, soon come. (laughs) Where I'm just like, fuck, like, there's eight walls in here because I got you know multiple rooms. Then I just be like, nigga, you just in here, you in this big th-. like. The, there was an episode of Sex in the City, <laughs> Sex in the City, where Miranda, who she was single, I don't know if she had a cat at the time or what, mm-hmm. but she was in her apartment and she was eating, and she was choking. <laughs> Everybody needs to say because somebody was there. Did that 
that's literally what she was going through. And then she literally has a moment where she like calls Karen. She was like, I was dying. I'm going to die alone. No one was here. I could have. And this whole thing. And I'm just like, I don't have those fears of like, oh, what if some shit happened? But I just be in here just like, like, what if, God forbid, I die in my sleep? <laughs> Ain't nobody got a key. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it's also um, I don't <laughs> I don't talk to very many people on a consistent day to day basis to where if they didn't talk to me for like a day or two where well, they would think something is wrong I mean my job may be like mm, right but yeah so I think my fears <laughs> my uneasiness of being alone it's just like, especially because a majority, actually everyone around me has someone and I'm that person. I'm okay with being the cool uncle. Like, I'm all right with that. But then I'm also just like, at what point is that going to get old? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where I am. Will you go get off of that question? Jesus. Well, so I don't, I don't know if I necessarily have a fear of being alone like you in the sense because like if we're talking about like the safety aspect or (laughs) take the romantic aspect out of it my mother would be the first one to know like I haven't spoke to her (laughs) or even my brother I've been talking to him a lot lately and my dad too like somebody and so like I feel like in that aspect I'm not concerned safety wise I actually think that old me would have said yeah like i fear being lonely mm-hmm. but i value my time being alone mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. think that i have a fear of being alone in the sense of like i guess because how you related to like romantically i think in the past yes mm-hmm. I, I just wanted somebody or you mm-hmm. know i, I want even though and that's so strange we can go to a whole down t- like tangent in this aspect, but it's like I know, and not to do my own horn, mm-hmm. I know that I can get whoever I want or whatever I want. But Period. It's not um, substantial. It's not. There's no substance to those. Yeah, and it's just like. It's, and I think you want that aspect of mm-hmm. it, and so like you can have quantity. Yep. But yep. quality is just not correct. Clear. And, and so that would make you feel alone. Which is why I said before I want to have a uh episode on sex and intimate sex versus intimacy. Because I think that's the thing. It's like if I wanted someone here. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but it's like feel alone with someone here. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the thing is of not necessarily like proximity mm-hmm. to a person, but connection yeah. with the person is the part of loneliness that I'm like but that's why I think that to answer this question I don't fear being alone because I've done the work that I needed to love myself a bit more to where I'm happy just sitting in in my solitude oh you know I will turn on a playlist in a hot second 20,000 things that I can be doing for myself that I'm avoiding (laughs) so if I was alone and forced to be I would probably be uncomfortable for a day or two, but then, mm-hmm. then I would have to shift in the gear and I would it would be more beneficial mm-hmm. once I actually start mm-hmm. doing those things. Yeah. So, yeah, good question. Mm. Yeah, interesting. What was that face for? 
But thank you guys all got to. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you've seen those TikToks when they hold up too. Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Somebody I know tried to do that, and I was like, "Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> get somebody else to do it," and they did. Okay, so my question is, what's a misconception that many people have about you? <laughs> Why do they think this? Hmm. Mm. Um, this one goes back to, um. And I've said this before, I think, mm-hmm. in a couple episodes. This one goes back to just, like, what people knew me as in high school. I thought and about what now. your answer would be when I wrote this one. You what? I thought about your answer when I wrote this one. Oh, really? And it's, it's what you're about to say. <laughs> it's like, just people just think that I'm just, like, this is angel, this goody two-shoes. It's just, and don't get me wrong, I am. But I also live my life, too. There you go. Um, but I think people have this cons- like misconception of me. It was because I'm very private and I don't communicate that much mm-hmm. to the people that really no. know me. Mm. Um, but the people who really know me are not the ones making assumptions about me. It's the people that don't really know me, mm-hmm. see me, you know, from the the, the stands, mm. you know, so to speak. And so mm-hmm. the bleachers, I, yeah, the bleachers. So I think that's probably the biggest misconception is that like I'm just unfuckable. Culture, but what'd you say? Unfuckable. <laughs> like, like yeah, I, and I feel like that goes hand in hand with like people just thinking like I'm naive or I'm like stuck up is not really what I'm thinking. I think people think all lesbian and black girls are stuck up. <laughs> but, like, I just think people hold me to such high standard because mm-hmm. what they know about me is the general is curated is that like I'm pretty in, uh, amongst the standards of America, America. Uh, I'm smart mm-hmm. I'm black like I'm curvy mm-hmm. like those things but they don't really know me mm-hmm. and so but by knowing those things, you know they create this perception in their right. head. So, yeah. Why do they have this? And I think oh, you yeah, answered yeah, that too. I think for me, the biggest misconception is that, and this is I don't think it's going to shock you, that I am this like super outgoing person. <laughs> <laughs> I am literally so fucking shy. And it's weird because I was thinking about this at work because Cassidy, she started this group with the BRG there. And it's like the young adult black collective. It was like all these young black people at work. And it's like, she was like having, she had a lunch, like she did a lunch where like, oh yeah, you know, like everyone was gonna come eat lunch, you know, like mingle and shit like that. And it's so weird because people, I'll be like, I genuinely, I'm like super shy. And people are like, what are you talking about? You did. I'm like, do y'all realize I get paid to not be shy when it's in my regular life? No. <laughs> and I think I came to realize I hate talking about myself. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird. Like, because we have a fucking podcast where I'm forced to do this. And it's helping me get out of my comfort zone. But still, I'm just like, I will avoid talking yeah. about myself at work in any, which obviously in friendships. That's I was just too. about to say. 
say. <laughs> that is because very apparent. Mm-hmm. Now I won't say that's apparent when we're one. Yes, but in group but settings and or in previous group like settings, literally. Because I I'm just very <laughs> in. I, I just I don't and so like my way is like just asking questions and I think that's why obviously the podcast has been great because I can ask questions but I, I am so shy when it comes to like me mm-hmm. and like even like in promoting like promoting the podcast I'm just like I don't want to talk about me but how are you <laughs> like you know shit like that and so people because of how I am in a lot of corporate settings or the persona that I put on because I don't want to be that awkward black guy kind of thing that's like I'll be the extroverted whatever drunk Um, but like in normal times I am totally okay with just sitting laying in the cut just being like Mm -hmm. and people really be it's funny because like obviously at work people be like oh no TJ would be great for this and I'm like do you know how much anxiety <laughs> I'll be having? But one, because I'm paid to do this, this is my job. Literally. But literally the minute four o'clock hits, I'm going home and sit in silence. Yep. And so I think that might be the biggest mis- misconception because of the personality and the persona that I put on that I'm just like this super outgoing yeah. person. <sighs> Child, I'm talking about that. That's why I went bald. Um, yes, I think it's my turn, right? You pulled that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Before you answer that, I'm gonna actually go take a piss break because oh. I haven't really peed. You haven't. I'm proud of you. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. Vulnerable moment. Juice earlier today. I'm actually gonna start juicing next I week because I have my juicer I and I bought boot. I bought boot boots. I bought beets. Oh no, I didn't buy beets. I still have beetroot powder. Um, mm, I should be working with that. Juices after I make it, and then I use my little cheesecloth. I need to invest in those because I don't like the texture. Um, and I didn't buy that. I'm gonna go to like Marshalls and stuff tomorrow. If you wanna join, come come. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we'll <be back. People right, like I said, too much water, beets, slight liquor, um, and beet juice, coffee. Literally, dang, I, you've been liquidizing. I've been literally liquidizing you, the liquidation sale all day. Um, and so I was just telling TJ and TMI that my, my pee is like pink because the beets just run through me. Anywho, as I'm about to start that, <laughs> let, me, let me pull a card before we go what question do you have for me that I'm not going to answer but I'm going to avoid by drinking liquor mm, okay. <laughs> there you go uh uh-uh. uh see the eye roll it's just not it, it's not it. get my cup do you usually follow your head or your heart um right so for me and my house I think I. Hmm. I thought I had my answer to this, mm. and I don't think I do. I got 
I think I I I will say as of now, I think I've been following my head more because my heart has led me astray. has led me astray a couple too many times however me being a cancer and everyone always says we're so emotional and all that bullshit right that that is my first reaction is always to follow my little bruised up fucking heart but i'm like nigga Mm -hmm. nigga Mm Like my heart be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my head be like, now, now, now. <laughs> Do you remember on September 44th? <laughs> yeah, whatever day that is. So I think, but I don't know which one ends up winning in that argument. <laughs> I would have to say probably my heart ends up winning because child, I end up in so many fucking dumbass decisions that I know I shouldn't be in. Right. But I just go for it. So I'm going to say my heart always leads because I don't also. But then I also struggle with like not wanting to become that that person of being like closed off to. Exactly. So I think I, I, I lead with my little my little heart. Yeah. You. Okay, that's fair. So I'm going to go around this question. <laughs> boy. Um, but liquor. No, this is a real like my honest like answer to this question i honestly think this is very libra response of me Mm, mm. i leave with both Mm. (laughs) and what i what i mean by that is that of course my heart takes the driver's seat first Mm -hmm. almost all the time Mm. and I allow myself to like recognize what my heart is saying, but mm. don't act on it mm. until the point that like I'm able to hear what my head says. <laughs> and then I mesh the two mm. because I don't want to forget what my heart felt, but, but you I know also what don't want to act on what my heart's feeling because I know my head is going to have a more logical kind mm. of This is like those to- TikToks where his head heart like <laughs> So when I was looking up, when I, the initial question was, do you leave with your head, heart, or your gut? Was what the initial question. And I was like, mm. so I took out gut. And. For me, I feel like my gut and my heart are. The day together. The That's why I Wait, took it out. I don't know that song. What is that from? Oh, oh Disney Channel. Yeah. Okay. Don't know that <laughs> like one. Demi Lovato. Oh, see, I wasn't a Disney fan or whenever. I was. I, I had jumped to Nick. I was, I was um. Both. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah. So, so I took out gut because I I do feel like, but there are those times where I just be like, mm, I'm just gonna go with it. Right. With heart and shit, but I don't know these. The, it it's weird because I try. I think as a guy, I don't know what that sound was. Mm-hmm. They need to get that checked out. They need to listen to their head and go get that ace part. Um, it's like I try to rationalize those feelings yeah. because 
one being a guy, two being a cancer at that and being all these the the notions of us being so emotional and sensitive and stuff like that that I'd be trying to not lead with the heart so much I'm like, no, you're not gonna be a typical cancer. But then I'd be like, nigga, sometimes we lit. So I don't know how that works. But I think my heart always ends up winning over my head because my head will be like, you know you shouldn't do this. But I feel. Yeah. So I think my heart always ends up winning in those situations, which is annoying because it gets me in some sticky situations, literally and figuratively. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. No, that's very, yeah. Like I said, I think back then, probably one or the other took the driver's seat most often. And like I said, where I'm at now, I, I honestly think it's like a, nice mixture of both see so you know what a passenger driver is like so stop complaining when i do it okay when your passenger driver clinches the like mm-hmm. <laughs> door mm-hmm. or the like mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. i will stop the car immediately get out mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i try yeah. not to do that on this trip that i was just on for work because i was like Cause you do that, you're like I'm so much. Aside from my mom when I was learning how to drive, because now my mom don't give up. I don't even know why. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's not get on that tangent. It is your turn (laughs) because that is so me. I was say, did you grab three? (laughs) No, just one. Um, what is something you wish your family would understand? One more time in English for the people, just in case, because, you know, there are other people in the room with us. What is something you wish your family would understand? Ooh. Um... <laughs> Any advice for me? So I think I have two things. Ooh, go, because I'm struggling. Because, but it's two different sides of family so okay so okay yeah go for each side because we both have one, different sides mm-hmm. well one is like my dad's side of the family but mm-hmm. then the other is like my immediate family which includes my your dad parents oh okay cool yeah that's, that's fair because i probably have that too and my dad yeah yeah so i guess for the my like immediate family which includes my dad too, um, and my mom's parents. I wish they would understand, which I think that they are, so okay. it's not really a big of an ass now, but I think I wish I would I would like for them to understand that I cannot be everyone's sounding board. Like, yes, you know I am a mental health therapist, but I'm not there, that fair. I am still your Jenny from the block granddaughter sister like I'm still all of those things like mm-hmm. which I, like I said I don't think it, it is such a big of a problem now mm-hmm. so but if I could identify something that would be mm-hmm. good. Um, I think with me <laughs> and my insertion of boundaries you go girl uh, and just with my vulnerable communication to know like you know hey look, I'm, I'm a human too i'm going through stuff you know this mm-hmm. 
uh, it's allowed for people to see me as a human and mm. not just a sounding board. So a board <laughs> on that end, and then on like my dad's side of the family, um, I feel like I would wish that. And I don't know if they do or not, but from their actions, it doesn't look like they do. But I wish that they would understand that the experiences that have happened within like our childhood affect the relationship now. So what mm-hmm. I mean by that is like, yes, like, for instance, like, you know, I would see my grandparents, you know, mm-hmm. when my mom would take me. Mm-hmm. But at some point, like, my, my our mom, because that's not her husband anymore. Like, mm-hmm. that's not, and like, you know. So, so you need to step up exactly. and make that initiative. And so that never really, like, mm-hmm. took place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I feel like, because now it is the... You don't come see me. Uh, you know, it, it's funny. Oh, when you do see this. Yeah, I ain't seen you in And it's well. just like, you don't understand. My brother and I talk about that. It's just like, you don't understand by you saying that makes me not want to come. Like, and it's. Because that's what I'm anticipating walking into. So that my mood is shot. It. Literally. I had this conversation. I remember having this conversation with. Aunt Nettie, maybe. Mm-hmm. Because I remember this whole moment of a holiday with my dad and them and being like, what did you tell my sister like like they can come mm-hmm. or whatever like that? And I remember having this conversation with her afterwards and being like, you know, he didn't invite her. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like, oh, you know, y'all can come over because we always have Christmas at the house. And it's typically the only family for a very long time that would come to Christmas on my dad's side was his mom. Right. That was it. Like everything else was Nanny T's family. And my dad's side of the family would never come. And I remember just being like, what well, did like uh, our joke is like, have you talked? I would tell my dad, like, have you talked to your daughter mm-hmm. like that? Because like me and her will talk occasionally. But then it's like, have you talked to your daughter? And I remember asking, well, did you invite her? And he was like, oh, why, why do I need to invite her? She knows where I live. And I remember having this exact same conversation with Annette and her being like, well, you know, you, your family is always welcome. But I'm like, do, have you cultivated a relationship to make me feel welcome in I this feel space? Like people think that you're an adult now, so you need to be treated like an adult. But it wasn't cultivated. When we were children. Did. And so it's just like... Why would you think exactly now that I'm an adult mm-hmm. that I need to treat you like an adult? But like, no, I'm treating you well from my experience. Which again, there's no bad like mm-hmm. speaking to like that side of family. It's just like how the circumstances play mm-hmm. out, and it's very unfortunate. It is, and I think with that experience, that was one of those things. Like I, I hate is a strong word, I know, but I hate that adults specifically in the our community i can't speak to the other communities because not a part of those but it's like you expect children to now 
be able to vocalize so much of what they want, what they need, what you want them to say to you when so much of our experiences as kids is you don't talk to me that way. <laughs> you don't get to say what you want. You get what I give you. Right. But now we grow up and you're supposed to you want us to be like, oh, hey, I'm coming over when it's like, nigga, if I said what I wanted back then, you'd be like, you got that kind of money. You And it's like, what kind of relationship do you think we have? Mm-hmm. Anywho, that and I remember having that conversation and just being like with I remember having that conversation with her and just being like. I'm just going to let you have this, but what is that? What? That's another question. This is such a tangent of going off of what we were talking about. But, like, I really wonder, like, what adults actually think of the kids they've raised? Like, it's so weird. mm. Well, so in my experience... The people that are doing these things are not my parents, so to speak. But mine are. <laughs> so what I mean by that is like, I guess they never raised me, so they don't mm-hmm. know to the extent, like, you know, whatever kids may be. And so, um, yeah, I don't I don't really know how to answer mm. that question. Because if we're talking about, like, my dad and what I wish he would understand, it kind of goes back to the misconception that people have about me. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, my daddy always just thinks mm-hmm. I'm just this loving angel, and, which I am. Don't get me wrong. But it's literally, like, even till today, like, I was just telling Jacoby that the other day. It's like, my daddy has always, every year, never felt, if I... Valentine's Day. You've told me that a million times. Like, yeah. And I just love it. Like, he just, he, mm-hmm. like, it's... It's just a card and something like, mm-hmm. but and then he writes his like little like he draws his little love thing. <laughs> like, it's like, I, I don't know if he showed me that. I but. love it, but it's just going back to that. Just even the way that he addresses addresses me. You're always baby call, girl, daddy's girl. Like, yep. That, and we had that conversation. We talked about this on one of those episodes. It's like you're, it's like you become a time capsule to your parents, yeah. And you're frozen in this state of when they don't want to let go, yeah. of you. And it's like, hello, see me for who I am now. Mm-hmm. Not going back into that. Which that could be a whole now, episode. So. That could be a whole episode. But <laughs> he he really does now. I I do wholeheartedly okay. believe that he's like yeah, um, he's really great. But for me. I think, again, going to the two sides, because my f- familial dynamics are very different between the two. Mm-hmm. I think for my mom's side of the family, I wish they would understand that I have a life. <laughs> <laughs> that I am it's not, like, I don't just sit here waiting for you to, <laughs> to call, call <laughs> or ask, w- ask me for things and like, I can drop everything for you. Yeah. Because, no, I have a life. I have a job. I have a slight social life occasionally. I did the whole season laugh, which you don't know. But you know to the extent, I think I showed you some TikTok. I mean, I know who white people are, so I know how to laugh. <laughs> the girl on TikTok that does the um, TikToks about, like, work and, like, hmm. quite quitting and, like, doing overtime. She goes, <laughs> Oh, the little dark-haired girl. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes, yes. When you just said that, I was like, <laughs> Yeah, no. So I, I think, and it's funny because my mom literally, this is literally just yesterday, actually, texted me about, 
hey, I need a huge favor. Can you look over this and can you look over this and make it sound more professional? I need it by noon tomorrow. Now I'm at work working an event. So I just was like, I'm traveling. I'll see what I can do. Literally, I couldn't go to sleep last night. So I look over, I'm like looking at it and it's like a smart goal that she has to turn in for work, right? And so I'm looking on it and it's just like, uh, it made zero sense what she had down, right? But then I look at, it had like date, start date, end date to achieve the goal. The start date, I mean the date, like today's date that she wrote down was January 12th. And I'm like, you have had this for a month. And you expect me to get this to you in seven hours? The So, and I think that that's out of the family. Yeah, T. It's like stuff like that. And I'm just like, do y'all not realize? And I guess it's because you, they have that side specifically. Actually, both sides. But they have that perception of just like, mama's baby. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, he gonna do what I need. No, I have a fucking life. Like I have, I work. I'm trying to make something of myself. I can't just drop everything. And it, it I would if I could, but I can't. So I ain't. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so not doing that for the other side, for my father's side of the family. I wish <coughs> they understood that just because, just because I'm not following in this mold that you have in your head does not mean I'm not successful in my own right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because in so many things, it's like, because I'm not X, Y, and Z, I'm struggling. Right. Which, low-key, yes. But <laughs> I'm not, I'm, like, I'm there, I'm, 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 con- no, I'm not content. But, I mean, what I do for work, I'm, I enjoy it. Right. And just because that doesn't fall in the realm of what you sought after as success, it doesn't mean that it's not. We took a lot longer on that question than I thought. No, Is it my turn? Yeah, it's the last question. Is it the last question? Oh, shit, it is the last question. I actually don't know what question we didn't ask, but okay, we've made it to the last question. Let's see. Oh, fuck. I know it's and this is what thing that and this is what I didn't when I was writing these questions I didn't there were questions about like I didn't want to answer but then I was also like I don't want to not put them in there because one vulnerability but then two is just like okay this I don't want to not answer it I don't want to not put it in there because I don't want to answer it maybe Natalie wants to answer it. I mean that has insightful things that can help the masses okay this is a terrible last question to end on. Sorry, y'all. Um, the question is, <laughs> do, do you feel deserving of love? Where do you think this came from? Um, <laughs> for me, no. But I'm learning to let go of that. Mm-hmm. That feeling of deserving, worthy, blah, blah, blah. And I think it came from, again, childhood, because everything stems back to that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it stems from always feeling like the love that I got from people when I was younger was conditional. 
And I had to be a certain way to receive that or feeling like the love that I experienced when I was younger was so inconsistently shown. (laughs) 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 This is how we should record these things shown that it made me question why it was that way. And I think as I've gotten older, I realize like people are going through shit. So maybe it's like they can't do things like that. I'm not saying they can't do things like that, but they're going through things so the so that their capacity to like show that to you may change because they're dealing with shit. Right. But as a kid, you don't rationalize those right. things. You're just like, I things are changing. It must be me. Mm-hmm. And so I think that is stuck with me. And that's something I'm trying to unlearn as much as possible. But it is very hard. And it has stuck with me in my later years. And so I think that is it goes in relationships. It goes in friendships. And I think it has caused me to stay in situations a lot longer because yeah. of that feeling of like we said last time the inconsistencies it's like mm-hmm. well maybe it'll change and it's like even in friendships like it's like you don't feel like you'll ever get what you had again so let's just try to make this right. work uh-huh. because at least at some point it was good mm-hmm. and so that has kept me in a lot of friendships a lot of relationships a lot of uh, not situationships because fuck that but in situations too long because I want to try to recreate the feeling of when it was good. Yeah. Because what if it never happens again? Or but yeah. It's not all in your control. Correct. Mm-hmm. It's on the other person. And I think that's also where yeah, you know, the inconsistencies get fucked up. But yeah. So that's something that, that that when I when I saw that question, I was like, so yeah, that but I'm working. I'm I'm working my 12 steps. I, I I'm, think you are. I'm working those 12 steps and alcohol definitely helps. <laughs> On to you. So my response is very boring and very healthy in the sense of... Boo! Tomato, 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 tomato. hardly think that I'm deserving of love. And That's I know beautiful. that I'm worthy of love. And I think that I've gotten to this place because of all the phases that I've been through that you just described. <laughs> like, mm. literally. Mm. So just with, like childhood experiences Mm -hmm. you know perceiving that other people's behaviors and situations are because of you like i've definitely gotten out of that headspace Mm -hmm. and then obviously shifted into the uh romantic aspect of Mm -hmm. it and you know um how past experiences influence just my outlook on romantic aspects and just not feeling like I'm worthy of specific things when it comes to romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely after just growing and, and learning my worth and just being more confident in like prioritizing myself has helped me a lot in recognizing like, no, I am deserving mm-hmm. of X, Y, and Z because I'm putting in the Jojo effort. had a song about this. Huh? Jojo had a song about this. Really? Called I Am. Oh, I am. <laughs> I am enough. To- <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I think because I've put in the work in regards to that, like, again, going back to what one of my responses to was to one of these questions mm-hmm. earlier, I'm still growing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not perfect. You I'm go a little. You go a little bean sprout. But <laughs> I definitely am in a much better place with recognizing, like, I am deserving of certain things because I put in the energy and effort into certain situations. So my biggest thing that has helped me is not lumping together all situations and mm. all relationships. Mm. And so looking at them individually for what they are. And, and mm. so if I could ask myself the question, like, did I do everything that I needed to do in, in in a realistic, humanly possible way, you mm. know, because there's some accidents and hiccups mm-hmm. when you're human. Um, in a certain situation, if that answer is yes, then that adds to me, like, gaining confidence, like, I know I'm deserving and I'm worthy of this because I do what I could do. The rest mm. is out of my control. So once I stopped looking at situations, as a whole and started to look at them individually has been very helpful with recognizing like, you know, I am worthy of certain things because mm. I would just lump everything together. Mm, and, fair. You know, because when you're in that like negative headspace, it's easy just to go on that downward spiral. Mm. Like, oh, I love a good spiral. <laughs> I mean, it, it'll hit you twice. Wow. So, but like you, you gotta stop yourself from doing that because all of these things are not related. Mm, fair. So, but I, I did that a lot. And I still do that from time to time. Again, I'm not mm-hmm. perfect. Nobody's, um, nobody's perfect. You live and you live. Good questions. Good questions. Mm-hmm. And to end this, do you have a question on the on the contemplative level, you don't have to have one. I just want to ask that before we wrap up things. If you have something that has been on your spirit that you feel like the people can beneath it for me. I've been watching Degrassi also. So. Um, it's one of those burning. I feel like that was another thing, like what triggered this episode. Cause like I told you before we started, this was like, I was between two different whatchamacallits. And then I just, I I had two different concepts between this episode and a different episode in my head. And I was just kind of like, I don't know where to go. And then life, life. And then I was just like, this is where that's go. Let's do this. Or let me see if I can make this a thing. Right. And I was like, you know, there. I feel like people our age, millennials, as I've done research of things and like where a majority of millennials apparently sit, which may be still another episode since I have that idea in my head. Of just not of feeling like we have to have everything together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like we don't we don't share with Instagram, social media in general. It's like we share the highlight rooms. We don't share the behind the scenes of this shit that like the real conversations that are happening or the real struggles that we go through. And so that's why I was like, let's have these conversations. Cause we also said we were going to try to have those uncomfortable conversations and no one wants to talk about the shit they go through. They want to talk about the shit they've overcome. Right. You know, but it's like when you're in the thick of this shit, it's like, you want to hide that. (laughs) You want to hide those things. 
And so let's just have that conversation get awkward and uncomfortable that way. Also for us specifically, uh, selfishly, like, okay, we have these conversations, awkward, uncomfortable. So everything else should be a little bit easier. Sex is still going to be an interesting topic to go through, but let's just do that. So is there a a a, a question or something along the lines of the questions that we've asked or the topic, the, the, the questions on those cards that you have that has been burning on your spirit that you're just like, hmm, you don't have to have one. It might, maybe they were already on, already on there and you're like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, nothing really comes to mind. I think you did a really good job. I didn't know if we were going to get through all of them. I um, didn't either, honestly. But I think they were pretty like good at just uncovering some things just within like you know, familial dynamics, mm-hmm. romantic relationship dynamics, mm-hmm. personal. The only one that I didn't touch on too much was career because I was like, that could be a whole episode in itself. Because, right. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, so I left that one. I mean, I, I mean, kind of. They could have went like the accomplishments could have been career driven, mm-hmm. but I was like, that could literally be a whole thing. So I wanted to kind of keep it with the the other aspects of things as I was sourcing questions and thinking in my brain of brains yeah, questions no, i think you did a really good job oh press right um well on that note um if you all you lovely listeners out there in podcastia land have <laughs> answers to these questions that you want to let us know drop them in the comments and we can get all vulnerable and sincere and stuff because you know this is a <laughs> sorry y'all i had to hiccup <laughs> Um, this is a safe space for all you people. So drop it in the comment section or, you know, write it in a review or all that fun stuff. Um, but be sure to follow us on our lovely social media pages. I think the one we use the most or the one I use the most is Instagram. Um, we do have a tickety talk, um, working on getting that, you know, fun and stuff, but yeah, uh, at crazy little pod. So be sure to follow us on that. If you have a question or need some advice, that means advice. Um, you can shoot us an email at ask crazy little pod at gmail.com. And we can read that aloud on this lovely podcast that we have and let you know what's going on. But yeah, Follow us on Apple Podcast and Spotify and SoundCloud and rate and review the show because we like seeing what y'all people think of things. But on that note, Natalie, do you have anything else for these people to before we run up out of here? Literally run Literally. up out of here because ooh, I'm hungry. <laughs> no, I think that this is a pretty good episode. Nice topics. Um, these are the only thing that I will drop is that I feel like people need to watch Accused on Mm. Hulu. Um, It's really good. It's like different stories. What's it called? Anthology. Anthology series when each episode is different. Mm -hmm. So it's really good. Never heard of that Um, one. And then I think people need to watch Why Women Kill because I was just telling TJ about that. So just kind of little tidbits of what I've been watching lately. Obviously... (laughs) Wu-Tang Clan coming at ya just came back um, I didn't even watch the first season of that I love like what is the show called Wu-Tang Clan oh it's it's like it's Wu-Tang but oh okay yeah Okay, you know, I never watched that. I never knew to the extent how the group was formed. And when Me I tell either, you, honestly. I've always loved Method Man, but 
to the extent that it's just been power ghosts the third season is coming soon too Method Man's in that. That's Ghosts with Cannon. Cannon. Ghosts with Tariq. Oh, that's Tariq's one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like with that. Mary J. Blige. Yeah, uh-huh. with, that has Method Man in it. That's why I. Uh, but yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. 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 The, the, a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I saw that. I just saw the promo for it. They're like all wearing red and shit. But yeah, so that'll be interesting. No, yeah. So yeah, I. I Do I have stars? That's I'll figure that out later. I will add to the end of this episode. It's just. On a happy note, watch lots of TV. It's make time for yourself. Mm, amen. Drink a drink or two. If that's not your cup of tea, just have a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> have your time to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. So. Exactly. But on that note, let's run up out of here. We will see y'all in two weeks. <laughs> Bye. Bye.